This program is sponsored by Liberty Health Share. A racetrack in the Midwest stays open thanks to medical cost sharing, but the owner felt like a medical provider was giving her the runaround. Uh, some of the other things like the anesthesiologist and stuff, I was charged twice. Um, I was kind of shocked by the amount that they were charging for the procedure that was done. But that all changed since she was a member of Liberty HealthShare. What you're about to hear could be the most important radio show for your healthcare. It's an alternative to health insurance. This is Liberty HealthShare Radio. Liberty HealthShare is community-empowered healthcare, and it puts patients back in charge while maintaining their values. If you would like more information while listening, visit healthshareradio.com. Here's your host, John Daly. Hi, everyone. Welcome to HealthShare Radio. We're going to put the pedal to the metal on that story with Dale Bellis. He is the executive director of Liberty HealthShare, a healthcare cost-sharing ministry. He is also a pioneer in medical cost-sharing that is, if I may say, racing into the minds of many Americans now. Dale, welcome. John, you're very creative. That's great. Thank you. Well, it's so, a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. And, uh, of course, since our motif is going to be car racing today, yeah, I, I had go. to use that. Um, I should also mention that I am a member of Liberty HealthShare as well. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, let, let's also clarify off the top, Liberty HealthShare and medical cost sharing, they are both allowable under what we know as Obamacare. Well, the term actually is recognized. Mm-hmm. And so within the Affordable Care Act, more Uh, euphemistically referred to as Obamacare, there is a section of the law that simply allows for men and women to come together to share their medical bills together. It sets out five criteria for what is a valid healthcare sharing ministry and exempts such members from both the mandates and the fines of Obamacare. So that if you are a part of a healthcare sharing ministry, you are exempt from those fines and you fulfill the individual mandate by doing so. And medical cost sharing is what? For instance, every month I pay my monthly share amount. Where does that money go? Well, it goes to another individual, another member who has medical expenses. So every month we ask you to send a share amount and we assign it or direct it to another member who has medical expenses. You can send a word of cheer, of encouragement, of prayer. We ask a sufficient number of singles, couples, families to send to that individual, and all of that contribution comes together to pay their medical bills directly from their secure online account we call our share box. And so it's a high-technology-based a method of sharing medical bills together with just the click of a button. That's the way it happens every month. We should also say that this is not health insurance. And, and for some people, they're like, okay, it's not health insurance. I'm not interested. There's other people, oh, that's not health insurance. Wow, I am interested. Well, because we are a group of like-minded individuals who have joined together for the express purpose of sharing medical bills and we meet those medical bills together in common, in ministry to one another, and we do that without the assistance of secular insurance or government funding. John, we have abandoned insurance as it exists in the nation today. That may sound bold and somewhat uh, unreal, but we have really accomplished what many people have thought was impossible. 
we are meeting together as a community the costs among ourselves. So we're not beholden to big government. We're not beholden to large corporations. We literally, within our community, set the rules for the kinds of bills we'll share in. We set the context in which we'll share it. And we have an entire technology platform that, as we move into the 21st century, is consistent with our lifestyles, where we're sharing our medical bills together with that technology, sending our share amounts, and investing in each other's lives. And it's more free market, so you don't have the artificiality of what insurance companies have to do because we're self-pay patients. That is an excellent point to make. It's kind of apples and oranges. Insurance has their way of doing things based upon both state law and federal law and other requirements that they have to follow in order to fulfill their consumer obligations to their policyholders. I value that. I I by no means uh, denigrate that. We've just simply found an alternative way. We're not insurance, so we don't behave like an insurance company, and we don't engage in those kinds. We neither make a promise to pay or a transfer of risk. It may be startling to hear those words, but we are engaged with one another on the basis of a moral commitment, and we're doing together on the basis of morality and values what many looking at us from the outside would wish they could do. Well, I want to get into how this affects small business. So let's meet Kim Wagner. Kim and her husband, Dan, own the 250 racetrack in Cadiz, Ohio. Kim admits that she and her husband have been lucky when it comes to their health. You were telling me that really when you had kids, and your kids are now 28 years old, you never had health insurance. Correct. What'd you do? Uh, Saved all the money and paid the bill. Just, it was it was so expensive we couldn't afford it. So in other words, you, you literally gave birth to to two kids, and you had no health insurance, and you guys paid everything out of pocket. Correct. You're fortunate you didn't have anything catastrophic happen to you guys. Correct. We've been very blessed. We have been. My husband is 56, and I'm 52, and thank God we haven't had anything catastrophic happen to us. We've been very blessed that in that area. So how, how does it fit into? your businesses. In other words, you guys got to pay your own health insurance. You're your own boss. Does it fit in? Is it a, is it a struggle for you guys financially? Uh, no. Actually, the cost is very reasonable. We're very happy with the cost. Um, other um, fees that they wanted to charge us when we were uh, okay, on loss. <laughs> no, it's very affordable for us. Kim found out how lucky she was to have Liberty HealthShare not long after becoming a member. Actually, I had a pallet removed, and um, it was a very simple procedure, but I was kind of shocked when I saw the, the statement of how much it cost me. And then uh, some of the other things like the anesthesiologist and stuff, I was charged twice, and I didn't fully understand because, like I say, I've never I've been very blessed and not had to have a lot of hospital bills, but I was kind of shocked by the amount that they were charging for the procedure that was done. What was the amount? It was $11,000 for the actual procedure at the hospital, and then the anesthesiologist was $1,800. And then, of course, uh, I had to have $600 up front to pay the doctor before they even started. That nearly $13,000 bill, we're happy to report, was knocked down by 
90%. That's 90%. And Kim only had to pay that additional $400 from her unshared amount of $1,000 a year for her and her husband. Back with Dale Bellis here, the executive director of Liberty HealthShare. Dale, is that amount of savings typical for members? Well, I'm both happy to report that's the case as well as sad to report that that's the case because it goes to show the flaw that currently exists in the healthcare billing world because they don't bill according to the true cost of healthcare. They inflate that billing. And there are so many techniques and attempts at trying to reduce those costs. And thankfully, we have been able to cut through that entire maze and provide for our members access to health care at the true cost that represents literally a 60 to 70 percent discount off of what typically is billed. I know it's complex and, and there's a lot to it, but for folks out there who are going to say, why are these bills so high? I mean, why do they come in? Is it just because we have a lot of uninsured people? Is it because we have a lot of sick people? Or is it just people gouging and taking money for themselves? Why? What is this? It, well, obviously, uh, there is a greed factor. Uh, think about a few generations ago, before World War II. It was really the motivation of people of faith who engaged in health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why when you're driving down the road today, you see Christ Hospital. Sure. Uh, you see Presbyterian Hospital. You see the Baptist health care system. Why? St. Francis Hospital. St. Francis Hospital. Today, yeah. uh, Beth Israel Hospital. Why? Because it was the motivation of people of faith and goodwill who engaged in health care. Suddenly, we've seen from the 90s until now a shift to profit-centered health care. And so, uh, sad to report that greed is certainly a factor in that. Another factor is there's such a thing in the industry, in the healthcare world, uh, referred to as the charge master. The charge master is nothing more than the list of medical services that a particular healthcare provider engages in, and they assign what they're going to bill for that. So, if it's an MRI, they say, no, we're going to bill 4500 But then there are all of those insurance companies who come knocking on that door, or in the era of the Affordable Care Act, only a single hospital that that insurance company knocks on Mm -hmm. and says, we want to be able to access that service for this price. And so they negotiate a percent of savings off of that billed amount. We're not insurance. Liberty HealthShare doesn't engage in insurance. We're all self-pay patients. Ordinarily, a self-pay patient walks into a hospital and says, I'm a self-pay patient. I'm responsible for my bill. Oh, okay, we'll give you 10% off. (laughs) We have created the methodology with Liberty HealthShare members to cut through that maze and reward the actual healthcare provider with a reimbursement for every procedure, and we've assigned a value to it that's fair, that's reasonable, and we send that reimbursement in a prompt way, and the healthcare providers respond to it with joy and gratitude because now the bureaucratic middleman has been eliminated, and we're sending that share amount from our members to that provider, that hospital, that doctor in a rapid way, and they're grateful for it. And it's more free market if you've got 
a bunch of self-pay patients, which we are, we're creating a bigger market. I think of it as grassroots. That is coming up as a grassroots solution from the bottom up rather than the top down. John, we're in an era in America today when the move is toward the big government solution or the centrally planned solution, the top down. We'll see a generation or so from now what survives out of this trend. But I'm here to tell you that medical cost sharing does harken back to the early days of our country in which when citizens saw a problem, they rose up together and said, let's solve this together as a community. And that's what healthcare sharing is. It's a grassroots solution to the high cost of healthcare. And we invite everyone who agrees with our shared beliefs to come join us. And if we go back to Kim's example, she loved this because it also protected against disastrous medical costs. So for instance, I'm on Liberty Complete. So I have up to a million dollars per incident. And that gives me a lot of freedom. It gives me freedom in my business that I know I'm not going to have to worry about a disastrous cost. Talk about that really quickly as is how it kind of frees up businesses or people and what they want to do. It's the power of many. It is the ability of thousands of households and the individuals within that household standing together to meet those costs based upon their moral and spiritual commitment to one another. And we're able to meet those costs as significant as medical expense may be. We meet it completely, and it's gratifying to see happen. All right, Dale, let's take a break, and uh, we're going to talk about another aspect of what Kim and her family were uh, talking about when joining Liberty HealthShare. They have a business, and let's talk about how Liberty HealthShare can help your business. You are listening to HealthShare Radio. We are speaking with Dale Bellis, the executive director of Liberty HealthShare. If you need more info, you can go to healthshareradio.com, or you can call this number at any time, 888-616-9443. That number again, 888-616-9443. We'll be right back. You're listening to Liberty HealthShare Radio. You can control your health care with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is an alternative to expensive health insurance. You can finally make the right decisions for you and your family. It's not insurance. It's medical cost sharing. You can affordably control the cost of your medical expenses. It's a group of individuals effectively sharing the cost of health care and paying far less for it. You don't even have to pay for procedures that are unnecessary or that violate your conscience. This is based on shared values. You are not alone. With Liberty Health Share, you're part of something bigger, a group of people who care for and support one another. Join the movement of people who share in medical costs and change the way you pay for your health care forever. It's simple and easy. Visit healthshareradio.com right now for more information. Get a free estimate today. That's healthshareradio.com. Liberty Health Share. There is an answer. 
Welcome back. So we've seen how medical cost sharing and Liberty Health Share has helped families in other shows we've done. Let's see how it helps a family business. Dale Bellis is the executive director of Liberty Health Share. He is still with me here. Dale, we, we heard from Kim Wagner. She and her husband own the 250 racetrack in Caddis, Ohio, a great place on a spring or summer night, I might add. And Dale, Kim was saying that the lower cost of Liberty Health Share has kept their business going. Now, I use it for my business as well. This really makes sense for small businesses, doesn't it? It really does. We attract people who are self-employed, who are otherwise responsible for meeting their health care costs, and they go purchase health care for themselves, either as a small business, an entrepreneur, a self-employed individual. We especially help them because it addresses health care costs. They rapidly and quickly grasp the fact that we are a like-minded community assisting each other. They identify with our values and how we go about sharing those bills. And so it really does appeal to the small business person. The technique for doing it is really simple in today's world. We're all familiar with what is, again, referred to as the employer mandate, and we may talk about that here Mm -hmm. in a minute. But for those under the Affordable Care Act, for 49 employees and below, they are not required to offer health insurance. Many, many, many do because they're compassionate people. They want to attract and retain quality employees, and so they do it. Uh, Those small business people can offer health care sharing to their employees but they have to follow a couple of simple rules. Number one, it's not insurance. They're simply not sponsoring a healthcare plan for their company or their small business. They're simply putting money into the pocket or into the paycheck of their employee. It's taxed, oh well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they put it into the paycheck and say, here's additional funds, you decide what is best for you and your family. Healthcare sharing is an option. Check it out. So there's two thing, two simple rules they have to observe if they choose to go that path. That is, they're not going to sponsor a healthcare program for their employees. They simply put money in their employee paychecks, and they have the employee pay taxes on that. So they may want to gross it up or bump it up a little bit to accommodate that. But two rules. One, they have to treat everybody the same. Mm -hmm. So if they say, I'm going to put $500 in everybody's paycheck, you go buy your own, it's literally in everybody's paycheck. So if they have 10 employees, they put it in everybody's paycheck. There is another rule, and if a small business person wants to know the particulars of this, you're welcome to call our inquiry line, and our customer service folks will be delighted to explain it, the details and specifics. Uh, Put it in everybody's paycheck so you're not discriminating against one person over another. And number two, you can't require or enforce that they use that money for health care. You may be just giving them a raise. Uh, hooray. Uh, you may be giving them a raise and they don't use it for health care. You can't enforce that. You have to willingly give it to them. 
and treat everybody the same and give them those choices and options and let them go into the marketplace and make their own decision and offer health care sharing as a choice or as a affordable alternative. And that's the way the small business person can position themselves to be the hero to their employees. What if I work for a company that has more than 50 employees? Is there anything I can do with Liberty HealthShare? Well, there is, as we know, there is within the Affordable Care Act an employer mandate for 50 or more employees. And there's a complex formula that you have to follow to calculate that all out. But for those employers who have 50 or more are mandated under the law to offer an insurance product. We're not insurance. And so the employee individually may be able to say to their large employer, look, I want to take care of this on my own. Mm -hmm. I will opt out of the insurance plan you offer. In fact, in return, you might want to put some money in my pocket, in my paycheck, in place of that. But I'll opt out of your employer-offered plan, and I'll go take care of this on my own. And they can individually then enroll as a member with Liberty HealthShare. You know, one of the interesting things that we, you and I have talked about Obamacare is that great intention, but certainly some unintended consequences. And we certainly saw how some businesses either started laying people off or they started cutting back part time to do that. Kind of, you did kind of lose some freedom there. And medical cost sharing kind of gives people that freedom back. John, I would echo your words. I do not fault the intention of our legislators in creating the Affordable Care Act. The intention was to provide affordable health care for all. Uh, But I think it goes the way of typical government solutions. Mm -hmm. There are multiple interests. There's conflict in the policymaking arena. There's so much stuff that gets ingested and entered into it until finally it's so moribund and overwhelmed with (laughs) detail and regulation, it falls under its own weight. So while it was well-intentioned, no doubt, the unintended consequence, just as you said, uh, is that instead of health care becoming more affordable, it has become more unaffordable. It's heartbreaking to see. That's why Liberty HealthShare members and Liberty HealthShare has abandoned the insurance arena. We believe it's better not to purchase an insurance product, and they many of them exist out mm-hmm. there. It's better to simply abandon the insurance model and share together on a voluntary, cooperative basis in community with those of like mind and like initiative, like heart, and meet those expenses together. And we've demonstrated it's a proven reality. This is not an idea that just started yesterday. Mm -hmm. We practice principles that Christians have been engaging in for decades. (laughs) Care for one another bear each other's burdens, come to the aid of those that are in need. That is the impulse of believers, and we've simply given the opportunity to everyone in America today who would agree with those shared beliefs to come and join us. It is far superior to any other means of meeting health care costs. 
I've always said that I wish all businesses would just get out of the health insurance business. I've been saying to especially a lot of young kids, you know, if you look at Liberty HealthShare, it's a great way for a worker, namely an independent contractor like a salesperson, an actor, a musician, to take control of their own health care. How cool would it be for someone to walk in on a job interview and just tell their future boss, hey, I'm saving you money. <laughs> I've already got my health care taken care of. Pay me what I'm worth. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where we should be going? It fuels freedom and option uh, and choice. And it really, as you've pointed out, goes back to the origins of meeting health care costs in the early decades of our nation uh, because it was community-based. It was the local community, whenever there was a problem, a need, an expense, the community would come together. That's where the phrase mutual aid organizations came to bear. They were mutually together assisting and aiding one another in their times of crisis and need. And so we are a mutual aid group. Uh, we mutually share those medical costs. With Liberty HealthShare, our age break is at 30. For those under 30, the share amount is $50 less. It's a mutual share from age 30 up to age 65. And so all of those medical expenses are shared equally by all of the households, thousands of them across America, that are a part of Liberty HealthShare. And so it's a mutual aid assistance. And we're sharing in those costs mutually. It really does harken back to the origins of healthcare in America. I know we're going to talk about this in future shows, but some people are saying, how can just those amount of people actually share in other people's bills? Talk a little bit about the uh, the law of large numbers. Well, let's assume somebody has a $10,000 bill, and each household is sharing on average $300. So that's 30 households to meet that $10,000 expense. So when you take a large number, spread it out, and share that cost over a good number of households, the expense doesn't become nearly as challenging as, as once thought. And you can extrapolate the numbers, whether it's a $100,000 cost or a million-dollar cost. When you have thousands of households freely and actively and voluntarily contributing and sharing their resources to assist another person, it doesn't take much. And so when thousands of, of families participate, those expenses can be met successfully month after month after month. And that's precisely what we've done for the 30 plus years of our existence. Every medical need being met and shared by the families that are participating. When we add in the reality that we're accessing the true cost of healthcare, it takes it down from what's billed down to the real cost, and it's even more successfully shared by fewer numbers of families that month because we're really dealing with discounted dollars. So if members are seeing that their monthly costs are lower and businesses have a chance to get out of healthcare where they can just free up their business to do their business. What I don't understand is why aren't we seeing this happen or hint, 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 are we right on the cusp of this becoming a tipping point? I really do think it is on the cusp of a, of a tipping point, uh, but uh, if I can get that out, but, but the, the 
true challenge is, this is not insurance. I'm not a consumer of a product. I'm taking responsibility in community with others for my cost as a self-pay patient. That's a whole different mindset. And so it's Americans changing the viewpoint as to what it takes to meet healthcare costs. I'm abandoning insurance. I'm no longer a part of that scenario and model. I'm now in a model of sharing, and that changes the game. Dale, this has been another great conversation. Thanks for letting us go deeper into medical cost sharing and what Liberty HealthShare can do. Folks, for more information on all we've been talking about or to become a member of Liberty HealthShare and get control of your health care, go to healthshareradio.com or call 888-616-9443. Dale, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. And folks, thanks for joining us. We will catch you next time. Stay healthy and free. You've just been listening to Liberty HealthShare Radio. Liberty HealthShare is community-empowered healthcare. If you're ready to take charge and live out your values in healthcare, please visit healthshareradio.com. That's healthshareradio.com. And enroll today.